Yay! Hello. 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 Uh, welcome to yet another fucking episode. <laughs> oh, don't start with it. Be oh. polite. It's early. I'm sorry. You yeah. haven't even had your gin yet. I know. It's actually uh, it's it's actually one p.m. Yeah. One o four p.m. In this part of the world. You, yeah. Well, what other part of the world would we be doing it in? Uh, we could be in a different part of the world where it would be a different time. Unless, That's true. of course, it was 1pm. Ah, oh, you're keeping in mind the international listenership. Yeah, yeah, they want to know, like, we need to, we should We should note, um, what do they call it? If this was a video I, podcast, I, we could have all the clocks on the wall like Charlie Brooker of yes. the different uh, cities. I only know Greenwich Mean Time. That's the only one you need to know. Yes. This is Greenwich Mean Time plus summer. Isn't Minus it? five. Minus five. Minus five, yeah, that's right. I always forget. That's why I always wake my poor mother up <laughs> at three in the morning and just say, I thought I'd call for a chat. <laughs> Sorry, mummy. Well, welcome to yet another episode of Ringham and Godzilla's Alphabites. My name, in case you hadn't guessed, is it, too, is it too hard for you to guess? It's Robert Ringham. That's my name. And to my immediate left, actually, is a £50 pumpkin. <laughs> and after that £50 pumpkin is my friend and enemy, Mr Daniel James Cotsill, whose name I've just said. Oh, you've even, you've, you've, you've even sucked me. I'm not sure where I was going with that. You've kind of taken that away from me. You, know, you don't even give me my, the, the pleasure of announcing myself. I'm sorry. Please announce yourself. I'm very sorry to have stepped all over it again. I think it's because it's in my head. You know, I, I'm remembering the rhythm of the show. And then I, I'm, not, I'm unable to stop myself. It's like running at a cliff and not being unable just, what to... You, what, why don't you just put in two voices and do it on your own? Maybe I will. Maybe I will from now on. Well, well when you go back home to England, I won't have a foil anymore, will I? It's for these podcasts. A, just the pumpkin. It would just sound like a man having a breakdown. It would just be <laughs> like... Um, Oh, what do you think of that, Dan? Oh, I think it's not very good. Well, you would say that, wouldn't you, Dan, you idiot? And it would just sound like a man sort of... Was that, was that my voice? ...on the brink of collapse. Was that my voice? Uh, uh-huh. Well, well, that was what I was doing just then, but obviously I wouldn't do that voice. Would you do it better? <laughs> That's what it would be like. I'm fuming. You should be fuming. It was very offensive. I'm ever so sorry. Think, I, don't know, I wonder if this is audible. Do you hear that, folks? That... Is our bloody pumpkin. Yeah, it's not a pumpkin at the door. It's not a pumpkin at the door <laughs> trying to come in. Though <laughs> so if, if you answer the door to this pumpkin, I think you'd be somewhat uh, alarmed. Because it's not. huge. It is. We're t- we'll have to take a photograph of it. Though I, I think this would really impress people in Britain more than it would here. Because yeah. all pumpkins are big here. But in Britain we don't really have them on this scale for so cheap. This pumpkin costs $2.99. Which is a bargain. Massive pumpkin. Even in vegetable terms, that's cheap. It's, I mean, I think you could... I think it's a good purchase if you're homeless. If you're homeless. You could, cool, you, you could live in it. Yeah. You could <laughs> eat it as food as, and then live in it as well, a temporary house. I mean, even one of the small ones you could probably wear as a, a rain hat. That's true. Just put your head in it. Edible rain hat. Yeah. It's, uh, I hope it's not a pumpkin. <laughs> you know about those, right? A pumpkin? A pumpkin. No, I thought you were making a crude joke. Oh, well, it's off uh, Richard Herring's uh, thing, as it occurs to me. No, what's he do with a uh, pumpkin? I think he, he once slipped up. It was like last Halloween, and he meant to say pumpkin, but he said pumpkin. <laughs> and then it turned out there's really something called a pumpkin. Oh, wow. Uh, ac- according to Pseudo Dictionary, or Urban Dictionary, it's uh, when you hollow out a pumpkin... Uh, you uh, get a bunch of men to wank inside it <laughs> and then you put it over a woman's head. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Isn't that oh, sweet and charming? I wouldn't recommend it with this one. 
No. Uh, it would take a lot, it would take an army of men to, it really to would. even make a dent in it. It would, it would have to have so, more men in it than uh, Mark Orange. It's not Mark Orange, is it? Who is it? Orange Mark. No, 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 no. Definitely not Orange Mark. <laughs> it was, uh, no, You're who was it? Who had, like, Mark enjoys the urban legend is he has loads of jizz in his stomach. He had to go to the hospital to have his stomach pumped. And there's like the, the, the semen of like six different men and a dog in Parry, his stomach. Parry pants. No, it wasn't Parry pants. Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's a better foil than you are, Dan, I tell you that. He's not. I'm sorry. I take it back. <laughs> I was halfway through saying it and I immediately regretted it. But you know what? It's like having Parry Pants in the studio with us. Yes. They don't know who Parry Pants is. We've talked about Parry Pants, surely. I thought he was a reoccurring character. I think I mentioned him a couple of days ago, uh, but that was really just for your benefit. It was a bit of a joke for you. Ah. Parry Pants was a, a boy uh, I went to school with, and in fact, um, I, I very rarely see him. I think I see him on average now, maybe once every three years. Just around, you know, if I'm visiting my parents, I'll bump into him. Uh, and uh, But in a way, he is my oldest friend. He's my longest serving friend because he just, was at nursery school with me before even primary school. So when we were three, three years old, we were hanging out at primary school. Do you think school. he regards you as a friend, though? I think he should, if he knows what's good for him. I'd be sure, um, <laughs> that would be a horrible thing to find out, wouldn't it? If you regarded someone as a friend... For many a year, and they they kind of ended the friendship. It probably happens, doesn't it? I'd say so. I'd say I've got some people who think they think that they think I'm their friend, but I'm not. But you're not. But yeah. you're not brave enough just to tell them. No, I won't. I just keep on going well, out to the pub with them. As Larry, da- <laughs> as Larry David said, he he likes to finish things. Like he, he'll never give up on a book or a film halfway through, and he says it's the same with friends. He just waits until they or he dies to get rid of them. Okay. <laughs> like, there's nothing he can do. He just hangs out with them. Regardless, even if he hates their guts. Uh, it's a good way to be. Like, oh, no, it's not, actually. That's a lie. No. It's a horrible way to be. Fuck them. Just, if you don't like your friends... Just get rid of them. Or you don't think they're a friend anymore, just um, yeah. dump them in a ravine. I think I'm actually quite good at dumping friends. I think I actually cut off a, few, a lot of dead weight over the years. That's really uh, cool. There was a bloke who I didn't really like... Uh, called Bladders, that's his name. And uh, all my friends have strange names, don't they? <laughs> Fucking Bladders, Parry Pants, Spoons, Godskill. <laughs> um, oh, God. Um, and uh, Bladders basically uh, made a pass on uh, a girl I was seeing. So I uh, punched him in the face and I never saw him again. It was the most, it was the worst punch you've ever seen. <laughs> it was such a ladylike. The thing is, I remember because at school, I, you know, we've talked about school before, my school was yeah. quite rough, and it wouldn't be unusual to get in, involved in a fight. Right. Or okay. sometimes, sometimes it was a fight between two guys, sometimes it was a kind of, there were just too many kids in, in the very small, sort of poor architecture, architecturally put together corridors, and a kind of riot had break out. Just because they were crammed like sardines. Just because we were crammed in like sardines. And so, at school, I did, I think made three or four punches at school, and they didn't at the time seem particularly wussy, but then in sort of young adult life, when I did it, I think either I was out of practice, or because I converted to vegetarianism, I suddenly become very weak and feeble, something had changed. And it was just like, it was pathetic. It was absolutely feeble. It was the funniest punch I think I've ever seen thrown, <laughs> oh, <laughs> let alone from my own perspective. Which bit of his face did you hit? Uh, just the side of the gob. Oof. The side of the gob, was yeah. it? I, I think I'd, I think... I didn't really want to hurt him. I just wanted to, like, get the message across well, that... You, just, you should have sent him perhaps a, a letter then. 
a letter. Just told, told him. No, because there's it. no there's no substitute that for that. Stays with you though. You could keep that letter. But you need to yeah. act when you've got the emotion. I think if you really want to write it really scrawly. <laughs> like, like a psychopath, yeah. Like really sort of angry, just scratched. Like, oh, whatever. Just maybe on a wall or in, in feces. <laughs> Is that what you do? You could, yeah. I guess you could roll feces out and then draw, like, right into it, but with the uh, with the feces that goes. If you know what I mean, like, a, like etch into it, etch right. into a, a thin layer of feces. <laughs> now, hang on. I said that as a joke. But I think you you are genuinely thinking that's a good idea. That's a good way of expressing well, think, emotion. Well, no, because I, I remember when your house got broken into, and the things you were saying, like what you do to those burglars, were very similar to that. <laughs> I think you were serious. I wasn't at the time. going to write them a letter in feces. No, I've told their parents. You, you just feel like you were going to hang them up by their nipples. You had like really horrible <laughs> ideas. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, people often go, "Oh, just write in feces on the walls." But I think it's I think it's harder than people think to do. Because I'm presuming when you do feces writing that it's against someone else, not against yourself. Uh, Therefore, you don't want to get shitty hands. Uh, I don't know. I think the sort of people who write in poo-poo, they're usually so mentally unstable, they sort of either don't even notice they've got hands covered in feces or they actually enjoy it. Well, (laughs) what I'm trying to say is... Fecal feelings. I think there are ways to do it without being mental. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God! Okay. Go on, this will be interesting. Okay, um, you know those uh, little things you use to put icing, right, right, right icing on cakes? Yes. You squeeze out. You do a poo in one of those. Yeah. Squeeze it out. Yeah, it's quite, don't get anything dirty. It's quite neat as well. You have to be very mental to do a poo in, frankly, to do a poo anywhere that wasn't a toilet. Uh, I've done it in a field before. Okay. Uh, I, I, I had the runs. Uh, that's about it. Never done one in the sea. Was that? Um... Sorry, there's just somebody outside. <laughs> and he just said, "C'est uh, Daniel le concierge," and I just thought, "Oh, that's the that's the building manager. He's not coming. He's not our door, is it? I don't think so. No, I think it would have been louder. Oh, yeah, I mean, actually, he just spoke in English. Pardon? Would he have spoken in English? Uh, probably not. Oh, anyway, anyway, we'll we'll leave that. We might have a our first ever guest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave a recording if if it comes in. Okay. Um, so we, we did, I didn't finish telling them about Parry Pants. Okay, sorry. Before sorry. you went off on one of your feces literary tangents. Well, I'm just saying it's possible. It's possible without getting dirty. I don't think it's possible to uh, write an entire novel and uh, distribute it. <laughs> Distribution is tough. Tougher the than, uh, than the writing. What would you call a book written in poo-poo? Just call it written in poo-poo? Uh, uh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Parry was a, sort of an, un, Parry Pants was an unusual boy at my school. Um, he was kind of old-fashioned. He was a bit old before his time. So he'd, be, he'd talk about fishing and real ale and Morris dancing and things. My kind of man. While he was about ten. Boy. Well, the thing is, I think we'd really get along with him now. And he was kind of my friend at school because I was kind of I was on the cusp of the kind of the cool kids and the losers because I had enough cool friends to make me cool by proxy. Okay. So I was kind of in there, so I was sort of protected. But Parry kind of wasn't, so I found myself sticking up for him a little bit, <laughs> uh, and also on other occasions, kind of laughing at his expense to gain favour with the cool kids. So my relationship with him was a very complex. One. <laughs> Sometimes I'd save his bacon, other times I would uh, throw his bacon on the griddle. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you think? Do you think he's reverted now, Perry Pants? He's gone from being an old man and he's gone back. Well, it's he's, funny you should say that. He's gone back to perhaps I don't know, like wearing his shirt untucked. And well, things. back back when I was at university, um, he uh, something I heard just on the grapevine because I, I just happened to mention Perry Pants as as one is wont to do, uh, and someone went Perry Pants. I know Perry Pants. I was like, how the fuck do you know Perry Pants? I said because I see him. He goes clubbing out in Dudley. A JB, so I was like, what, hang on a minute, Harry Pants. And I thought in a roundabout kind of weird kind of way that made sense to me, like, I could see him doing that. And apparently, because he was such a mental dancer, right, because, like, he's got no sort of self-consciousness, he just sort of goes for it, and he's kind of like the shambolic kind of mascot of the club. <laughs> you know, it's like, he's such a weird guy, because, like, he's got... A, the reason why we really related him to this pumpkin is because he's got such a massive head. And, like, one of his nicknames was, like, Harry Pumpkinhead. Because <laughs> uh, it was so big, uh, and um, so basically, I think that because he's kind of shambolic and weird and strangely proportioned and old-fashioned, and then suddenly he just starts like spazzing out in a nightclub. I think they've kind of made him like part of the furnishings of the club. <laughs> so maybe in a way he has got younger, and he's kind of like a sort of uh, you know Pete Doherty kind of socialite kind of nightlife figure oh, in wow. Dudley. I know. I like to think that. I do. I like that. But. I've got another Perry update. That was that was a Perry update from about five years ago. Okay. The last is this time a, is this a new This is brand Perry new. This was exclusive. This was last Christmas. <laughs> 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 so almost a year ago, ten months ago, uh, it was actually on uh, the. It was actually on Boxing Day. Uh, I saw yeah. him on the. I want to say I saw him on the bus, but the, the, the buses run on Boxing Day. It could have been the day after Boxing uh, Day. Could it have been on the pavement? Uh, no, I definitely met him on the bus. On a on a form of transport. It, no, definitely the one two six bus between oh. uh, Dudley and Wolverhampton. <laughs> Without <laughs> a doubt. Without a doubt. Was, was there anyone else on the bus? Um, I think there were other people. It wasn't a dream. Okay. Uh, and I met Perry. Though we did have a dream about Perry recently. That'll be the next. That's, <laughs> okay. the, ne- that's the next Perry <laughs> Pants update. Okay? okay. But to stick to the Boxing Day story, <laughs> saw him on the bus, and I was asking him how it was going. And uh, I have a, a, a Christmas tradition with uh, another one of my oldest friends from school, CJ. Hello, CJ. He's not listening to this. Uh, he manages. A pub now run by Hell's Angels, and they don't let him listen to this sort of thing. So, um, hello, <laughs> we say what we would like about you. Um, not about the Hell's Angels. Not about the Hell's Angels. Find out. Well, I mean, I, I'd say I would say what I like about Hell's Angels. I'd don't, say they're don't a, do it. They're a wonderful bunch of lads. Oh, good. And that's what I like to say about them. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I thought you were going to say something horrible. Then twats, lovely people. Right, and that, was, that was about that was about something else. The twats. The, no, they're lovely. They've, um, I like their hair. Yeah, they're beautiful, lovely, very attractive men, not in a gay way. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not in a gay way. Certainly not in a gay way. Uh, I, lo- I love their motorcycles. <laughs> yes, their, their engines. Um... If you're a Hells Angel and you have a motorcycle, why don't you send in a, a, a sound of your motorcycle revving and we'll play it on the podcast just yeah. for you. I feel like we're getting a bit closer to the Hells Angels now. They might come in and take over five take on the podcast Just like take what? Take over us. Take over our continue, podcast. Continue it. I don't mean like a body snatcher. They're drastically I running I don't out. mean they're going to psychically leap into our bodies like Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap. And it's <laughs> like, oh, well, I come to Ring of Godzilla podcast. I mean, not the Hells Angels podcast. I don't know why I said that. Ring of Godzilla. <laughs> think of me like that? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I think they'd be quite shocked if they looked at themselves in Wait, the Wait, the Christmas tradition. Right, we're going so out with my friend CJ. Right, we, we, we go to the horrible uh, casino in Dudley. 
Uh, it's like a very horrible low rent casino, but it's attractive to us because his parents used to manage it when we were kids, and so we weren't allowed within a certain radius of this building because if you, well, a we're underage, and b okay. if you know the managers, you're not allowed to go in. It's just kind of a house rule of a lot of casinos. In case you, you've been, uh, in case you're cheating. Exactly. Ah. So uh, it's very attractive to us now as adults. Also, it's the safest place to go in Dudley. Dudley's ah. kind of a frightening place, but if you want to go for a drink, this is the only place with bouncers and security staff. So. Uh, that's why we go. Anyway, we meet once a year, Christmas Eve, and it's the most depressing place to be on Christmas Eve. It's full of, like, really awful dads, like, <laughs> kind of putting the last of the welfare check into the, into the you know, the one-armed bandits. And, uh, you know, when they should be really down the petrol station buying presents for the kids. Pushing forward Buckaroo on the, uh, on the poker table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pushing forward Screwball Scramble, saying, throw it in, and my shoes. <laughs> and my kids' kidneys. Merry Christmas. Um... So we sometimes go there. There's a lot of sort of lonely old men, and oh. they put on like a spread of like turkey sandwiches and stuffing and things oh. for like the lonely old men at Christmas. So we go in there just to cheer ourselves up a bit. Uh, free, and free sandwiches. We always well, that's well, I don't eat because they're turkey, but Chris loves them. He can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, that, that's the Christmas tradition. And uh, I saw Parry on Boxing Day, and I said, you know what, Parry Pants, why don't you come and join us next year? It's a bit short notice, but put it in your diary. Uh, just a bit short notice, a bit long notice. No, it might be short notice. He might be packed. He might have like every day now. What? Because we mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah, he's just well, he's dancing a lot of the time. He's too, he's dancing a lot. That's true. Yeah, so, that's yeah, true. Oh, he's got I'm a lot going on. I'm dancing then. Well, wait, there's more. Fish, and I said, fishing. So uh, what's going on these days, Parry? And uh, he said, I'm studying theology at uh, I think he said Bishop Milner. I think it's like a big sort of Catholic school. That can't be right. It's not higher education. I don't know where he's doing it, but he's studying his theology somewhere in the Midlands. And uh, I just remembered that his parents were very, very religious. And I thought, he's going to become a vicar. I just know it. I just know that's his plan. I think the, I think they might be mentioned that at school. Like, that was his, one of his career aspirations, to become a vicar. Wow. So I think maybe that's what he's doing. What do vicars do? Um, they do the congregations and what have you. I don't know much about vicars, because that's kind of Church of England, isn't it? Yeah. I know about Catholic. I dated a Catholic, so I know about... A bit about the Catholic Church, and I know about like you know Jewish uh, traditions. I don't know anything about just C of E. No idea. Oh, okay. I don't know what they do. I imagine they it's get, just kind of the same. They get a they get a house, don't they? Uh, a lot of them do, don't they? They get they the get parochial house. One attached to it, like near, very near the church. But then Father Ted's got a parochial house, and he's a Catholic. So are we confusing that again? Ooh, I'm not sure. I don't think I'd like to be a vicar. No. No. You wouldn't be able to uh, molest all those children. <laughs> no, I'm uncomfortable with it. With molesting children. Yeah, I mean, if it if it had to be done, yeah, <laughs> it's part of the job description. You just bite the bullet, <laughs> so yeah. to speak. I, I may be, I may ask if they could change the contract. Do they have contracts? Um, do you think? I've got no idea. I'd love to see one. I don't know. I'd love it's to see a person, a like... person spec. Do you think it says on there must believe in God? Well, I don't so, know. Well, you have to these days. Uh, do you have to as long as you do your job. What, what does it matter if you believe aren't? Do you think I could be one? Do you think I should inquire? Like if you go to be a coffee brist, you don't have to be mental about coffee, do you? They just want someone to pour the drinks. Be a little bit, be a little bit mental about. Coffee. No, they don't care. They don't care if you don't know the history of the bean. You don't know the history, but if I think a question would be, do you like coffee? Yeah. Do you like coffee? Well, actually, I was a coffee barista, so I don't know why we're even guessing. Because I've actually got this experience. Uh, it was most. It was the second most laxadaisy kind of laissez-faire into I've ever been to. Uh, I went in and she said, 
So uh, if you had a superpower, what would it be? And I said, X-ray vision, so I could see through people's clothes. It's interesting. And uh, she said, what would you bring to the company? And I said, my boyish good looks. And she said, all right, well, you've got to try all day. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was there for three months. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I suspect being a vicar is one of those things that is extremely professionalised, but people wouldn't imagine it to be. Okay. Like people are very surprised about like lives of the comedians. Like when you find out, oh, they have agents and they have, uh, you know, they'll have a contract with the venue and they have tenures and they have sponsorship. A lot of people just don't think that's the case. I think they just think they trundle around the country, you know, just making people just making laugh. people laugh. Yeah, some busker uh, Richard Herring said on his blog. Uh, some busker said, smile for God's sake, you're a comedian. But the idea that he has to be happy all the time, like even his personal life. I don't trust people who are <laughs> also, happy all the time. Well, a comedian doesn't need to be happy, does he? It's the audience that have to be made happy, which is what, kind of what I'm saying about Vickers. Why does he have to believe in God? Ah, if you can make people believe in God. Yeah, as long as you can do the job. What does it matter what you believe? Ah. I might go, I might try and be a vicar. I, I know yeah, more about the Bible. I wanted to be a vicar first. Oh, all right then. I'll be a priest, the one thing that's better. <laughs> is there anything? I'll be Jesus. Oh, I'll be God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> What's Jesus' voice? Hello, uh, uh, Jesus, right. Uh, hello, hello. That's Jesus. Do you remember? Yes. And God goes, eh, yeah, right, eh, yeah, just like. That's what God says. But of course, we'll, we'll get Perry Pants in one day to explain. Oh, yeah. Did he, did, uh, back to Perry Pants, did he yep. agree to come to the casino? Uh, he did. He said he was up for it. So uh, he'll probably be dancing like a mentalist. But the thing is, I'm not going to be there this year. <laughs> so CJ and Parry, we, this, is, this is the thing about me and CJ. We don't communicate. We, we don't communicate all year. We just show up Christmas Eve at this place. And if one of us isn't there, well, it hasn't happened yet in about 10 years. So, wow. yeah, we, we're very trusting. We have this relationship. Like he, we, I'm like the time traveller's wife. I just, <laughs> he just shows up if and when he feels like Imagine it. If Sometimes it. he shows up when I'm a little boy. <laughs> Sometimes he shows up when I'm an old man. Yeah, but you might think you're dead. What? Who, me? Yeah, if you don't show up. Well, that's, that's it. Will, I was going to ask you actually to go for me. Okay. Just show up. Dudley Castle Hill Casino. Christmas. Fuck, the podcast listeners are going to come now, aren't they? Everyone come. Everyone come. All right, if you're a podcast, if you listen to this... And you're anywhere near... Not even if you're anywhere near. Fly in. You get a plane. Just yeah. fly in. They're cheap that time of year. Come to Dudley. It's Castle Hill Casino. It's opposite the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Can't miss it. Um, Don't confuse them. <laughs> that's right. We're not having our convention in <laughs> the zoo. And it'd be, oh, that'd be brilliant if, like, 20 or 30 podcast fans descended and Chris... CJ is like, <laughs> going, oh... Oh no! What's going on? All these people, and they're like, "Hello, we all love Rob." And they'll be going, "Okay," and they all say in unison, "He gonna be here this time, but we're here." Wear a mask. Maybe we'll make it an available Rob mask downloadable. Oh, uh, that's we'll, a great idea. Walk in with your mask on, like the cover of Big John Malkovich. Yes, they've all got a picture of me up. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be superb. Okay, we need to get that. You don't have to have a mask though, because oh. you're 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 Dan. You're you're already the. Can have a mask with my face on it <laughs> if you want, and then when I reveal myself, people won't be that surprised. Well, maybe we, if we quickly put them up, we could make them. They could be Halloween masks as well. Oh, brilliant! Okay, yeah. People go trick or treating. Okay, we'll, let's ring them we'll try and put a dotted line round so people know where to cut as well. To cut it out. I don't want my ear lobbed off. Can you do this for us, Dan? I don't do any graphic yeah, design. Yeah, I can do that. That's fine. Are you sure you're going to do this? Yes, we'll do it like as soon as this is finished. It's not going to happen. We're going to Chinatown. Oh yeah. Anyway. We'll try and get the masks out to you okay, before very, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Cut within, out uh, within the next within the next few days. Absolutely. 
Oh, right. I'm excited about that. We're going to go see off masks for <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> you know, I was in a, a store the other day. Uh, don't worry, we're going to go back to Parry. We're making more of an effort in this podcast now to not lose our thread. Yes. We're going back to Parry. Right, I we think could there do, might we, be we, something we, before Parry as well. I'm a bit worried about that one. We could do, we could do with um, post-its that we, maybe we write things down on and then when they're finished, then we throw the post-it away. We have an agenda. Uh, yeah. That's we've, a good idea. Got, yes. Or we have like a kind of duff from above. <laughs> a dove, a dove from above. Dove from above. You know what I'm on about, don't you? Oh, after the shooting starts. Yeah, they, uh, they choose a thing and they talk about it. Yeah, but bit. we'd pick it. We'd pick it, and then we'd we'd go away from it. Ah, this is another tangent. Right. Okay. I wanted to tell you about the Halloween costume I saw. Right, Halloween costume and Parry. In a way, no, no. Hang on. We go back to Parry. This is this is the digression now. Okay. okay. Right. Right. <laughs> this okay. is the digression because we mentioned masks and stuff. Okay. I went to a shop. Guess what would make simultaneously the best Halloween costume and the most sort of tasteless, but actually exists. So it's not like, it's not like you know, Klansmen or anything, because that probably wouldn't exist. That's too tasteless. Right, okay. But in a way, this is more tasteless, but it exists. Okay, go for it. Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson Halloween costume. They've got a wig, they've got uh, like the glasses, they've got a shiny glove... Uh, like the shoes, the hat, Michael Jackson. And you know what? Officially licensed. No way. Officially licensed. You can imagine someone going to Joe Jackson. Uh, Joe, we were wondering if we could uh, use your dead son's image in a spooky kind of Halloween costume. He's like, (laughs) sure, no problem. (laughs) It's like, how did that happen? How did that. that happen? I think I think mostly I think if any anything with an effigy of his face on now yeah. is a bit distasteful. No, he can still exist. Okay. Don't you? No, because okay. you can have his albums. You can. That, there's no, many ways I, to celebrate no, the memory of yeah, Michael Jackson. I, I mean, more trivial things. I think. I guess a, a, an album makes sense because that's what it did. But a toaster, maybe. What, kind of. Like, I don't think there'd ever been a Michael Jackson bur- toaster. Burns his face onto toast. <laughs> well, no, because you could argue that that was. A wonderful way of commemorating it. You're eating him Eat in face. breakfast form every morning. Buttering his face up. Yeah. Smearing it with dirty jam. And then yeah. chomping on his face. All right, maybe not. Pooing it out. But Halloween costume, Dan? Pooing his face in the toilet? Stop it. A Halloween. <laughs> I know what you're doing, and it's Stuart Lee, <laughs> and it's the Pope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it seeped in somehow. Oh, did it? Uh... Only, well, you just read his book, didn't you? Yes. Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, it's good. Did you uh, especially enjoy the bit with me in it? Uh, it's particularly. Oh, yeah. Well, or did it annoy you? you segued there into uh, <laughs> this, whole, this whole Perry Panting was just a setup for you to uh, <laughs> say that you were in Stuart Lee's book. Well, I was, wasn't I? And you can't <laughs> take that away from me, Dan. You're not in there, Perry. The only person who could take that from away from, away from me is the people at Favour and Favour, <laughs> second edition. <laughs> As they rip the book from your dead hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I'm dead, I don't mind. That's fine. I don't care. Well, you can sully my legend if you want. I don't care. I'll be dead. Close your fingers off it. Well, as far as I'm concerned, like I'm dead. I'd, I'd like to know what I'd be like dead. What about Michael Jackson? Would he? What? Would he like to know what he'd no, be like? No, about the know, outfit, the costume. Knows. Would you? Do you think that's appropriate? Um, yeah. Why not? And do you think it's appropriate for Joe Jackson to say, "Yes, you can use the." image of my dead son to go spooking people on Halloween. I don't think it's appropriate for Joe Jackson to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's appropriate at all. You know what I think is more appropriate? Norman Wisdom. 
because at least, he, at least he's you know not particularly troubled. It's just you know oh, the whole thing. I find it oh very distasteful. Yeah, but but uh, Norman Wisdom wasn't famed for scaring children. That's right. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, I was going to say you could have like a Fred West costume. People would say, oh, that's tasteless. But he was a killer. He was. We should be so- soiling, you know, his memory. You Fucking Michael just, Jackson. Fred West, don't you just have to wear a bad jumper? Poor Michael Jackson. You wouldn't go dressed as, like, the children of Don Blaine. You know, somebody who's the victim of a tragedy. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't, would you? The victims of tragedy. It's one thing to do a serial killer, to go dressed as Peter Sutcliffe, and a lot of people go, well, that's a bit close to the bone. But I think that would be more ethical than dressing as Michael Jackson, this Halloween especially. God, oh... It's a tough one. I've not really thought of this. Because this. He's, he's, he looks spooky is the thing, right? He's got, like, a, a ghostly face and stuff. Yeah. But it's his mental illness. It's not on. I yeah, don't think it's on. Maybe... And it's the mental illness it, that's the result of his was celebrity it, Was it the well. Michael Jackson from it, The World, or was it Michael Jackson from Thriller? Uh, no, just real Michael Jackson. Right, okay. Not Thriller Michael Jackson. Okay. That would you, be okay. Right, That okay. would be all right. Because he's supposed to be scary. Yeah, and uh, you'd do it sincerely, I think, as well, wouldn't yeah. you? Do you think it comes with uh, a Bubbles costume for children? Oh, that'd be Maybe. good. Well, you could buy a separate monkey suit. You, yeah. you, you could wear that. Oh, that'd be Michael good. Jackson. Father and son going as... Bubbles and Michael Jackson. Yeah. That'd be brilliant. I like it. Um, anyway, not this Halloween. No, I don't like it. What? You sold me. You sold the whole thing <laughs> Because to me. I put a monkey in there. Yeah. Like, I could, I could sell anything. No, the Holocaust was pretty bad, wasn't it? And then it was go, terrible, yeah. Oh, worst yeah, thing ever. Yeah. Monkeys did it. Oh, brilliant. No, it wouldn't be brilliant. That still wouldn't be brilliant. Horrible. Oh, I think my monkeys God. make things better. Monkeys Jim. make right. things not, better. Not right, but better. They, the best-selling issues of any comic have a gorilla on the cover. That's a fact. No way. A fact. My girlfriend's a comic book illustrator, and she said, if you put a gorilla on the cover, it sells better than issue one. It sells better than a, a golden, a, a, you know, like a golden anniversary reprint. It sells better than if you put like a naked woman on the front. Gorilla. Should we put a gorilla on the front of this podcast? podcast. Yeah, maybe, and okay. maybe more people will be listening to it. That'd be good. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a nice. Uh, we could do a monkey special. <laughs> we can't do. Uh, can't do Amy's for monkey. That's no, gone. Can't do G's for gorilla. Well, oh, let's not dwell on it. We'll think about this in our, in our, in our private, in our own time. <laughs> anyway, Parry Pants, the, the, the latest update. <laughs> Did you finish the other bit? Uh, uh, yeah, I invited yeah. him to come along to the casino and he said, yeah, so I'm not going to be there this did year. He, in what way did he say, yeah? Did he say, yeah? You know, he seemed up for it. I think he was real. Yeah. But, but the question is, will he remember? I don't know if he'll remember. Uh, but you know what? There's enough space in that massive head of his to store that memory, so I think he will. So he's going to be there, CJ's going to be there, you're going to be there, hopefully some podcast fans are going to be there. Yeah. It's a Righam and Godzilla convention, Dan will sign the podcast for you. Yeah, <laughs> digitally. Yeah, maybe a CD will be out by then, probably yeah. not. Um, and uh, he'll sign something for you, get your tits out, sign that. If you haven't got any tits, get your bum out, he'll sign that. Sign if you haven't got a bum, get you tentacles out <laughs> I'll sign I'll, I'll sign do uh hmm. oh yeah that's right good good choice there of animal without a bottom yeah well uh, I don't think there are any animals without bottoms but uh, no, aliens no, 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 like this podcast I think an octopus doesn't have this a podcast is probably in orbit around the earth because a lot of the servers are in space aren't they this podcast probably goes into low earth orbit and aliens could be reading it they could be going ooh 
Hello, these two lads. Oh, why don't we go to the casino on uh, Christmas Eve to meet them for the convention? Oh, wow, wouldn't that be great? That'd be brilliant if an alien came. A smizmar with no sure bottom. I'd want their first Bottomless aliens. Of planet Earth to be deadly casino, though. Is a bottomless alien a bit like a kind of bottomless soft drink that you get at Nando's? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have bottoms either, do they? I'm not sure. What is it? Is a definition? Is it a bottom mainly? What 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 poopoo comes uh, out? Yes, correct. A rectum, right, the human rectum. Okay, so to not have a bottom, you'd have to not eat. Uh, yeah, but so maybe you take in nutrients through your skin, you know, right. or maybe you plug yourself in like an electrical thing. Uh, maybe you uh, maybe you just drink water. You just purely rely on fluids and you just piss it out. Through your uh, knob or uh, piss hole in the uh, labial folds. I'm glad we've got bottoms. Because um, otherwise, I think it would just have to sort of seep out through all your pores. Wouldn't I don't it? think it'd come out through. All your, I don't think that would be a very good design. What? Well, it, yeah, but any, anything else, it's a bottom. If it came yeah. out of your ear, your ear would then therefore. But would be... you need to excrete? Like maybe there's animals that don't need to excrete. Maybe just it's use just it all a, up. Just use it all up. Well, it, maybe if you, you're just a perfectly contained sphere and the energy's inside you and it just recycles. You oh, never okay. need to eat or poo. Oh, I, I like it. I like the idea of it being a sphere. You like that, do you? Yeah, because I don't really like going down hills because uh, it makes my legs jar. Right. But if I were a sphere, you could just roll all the way home. Alone, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Barry can do that with his uh, massive head. <laughs> I do feel bad having to go at him, because he's, he's literally my hero and my oldest friend. Uh, we love him here at the Raymond Godsells podcast. Yay! But hey, Barry! Hey, Barry Pants! P. It's for Barry! P. It's for Pants! <laughs> <laughs> what you doing, Barry? Having sex with ants. <laughs> Why not? Fearful. Uh, I think he's like a, a moon. <laughs> well, most they, humans do. They come out. Well, Paddy's worshipped in some uh, islands uh, in the Pacific because uh, they can. Of course, his head's visible from space, so uh, that's probably why the uh, aliens will come on uh, on uh, Christmas Eve. Nothing to do with us. They've just seen his head from space, and uh, they want to go and see what that is. <laughs> they've, they've been listening to our podcast as well, so we've tipped them off. Does he have big feet? Uh, no, he doesn't. Oh, that's weird. Defies physics, that does. Sometimes he'd try and turn it around and, like, uh, take the piss out of other people. Like, uh, he once saw me uh, sprinting, and he said, apparently, I'll run like an ostrich. <laughs> uh, which is quite funny, but it was also... Don't try it, Parry. Because <laughs> you're too funny. No matter what anyone else has got going on, nothing, everything's eclipsed by that. <laughs> Literally and metaphorically. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless him <laughs> uh, we love him but he's kind of a shambles he's kind of like Gordon Brown you know kind of <laughs> he's kind of like a sort of sad bear oh, he's kind of like uh, Mr Snuffleupagus of Sesame Street I love him lovely Parry there's no way uh, he won a, a brilliant successful career in the clergy uh, though in a way I'm kind of sad because I was hoping he'd get like some sort of supermodel babe you know he'd get like the kind of you know like Katy Perry or like uh you know, like Marilyn Manson's ex-wife, you know, that girl. You know, somebody like that, someone very sexy, but in a kind of fringe kind of way. Yes. You know, I was kind of hoping they'd one day befriend him. And it'd be like the nightmare before Christmas. And he'd be yeah. over there with his massive head looking all weird and stuff and get a beautiful girlfriend who loves him for what he is. Now it's just going to be a nine-year-old boy in a robe. What? Oh, oh, I see what you mean when he's vicar. <laughs> you worried me then. I thought you were saying Parry was going to be a nine-year-old boy in a robe. Because yeah, yeah. in a way, 
my iconic memory of Parry is a nine-year-old boy <laughs> in a robe because, you know, we'd have, like, sleepovers and we went to France one year with the school. So that's my memory. Would it, would it have been a smoking jacket, would you have called it, though? Probably would, yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's true. Actually, I do remember Parry's dressing and had footballs on it. Oh. <laughs> it's not that old-fashioned, is it? No, that's quite sad. Yeah, I think it was green with footballs on it because he was really into his football. I, I had um, pyjamas with football or something. Really? Yeah. Remember that? Fuck it out. I also remember uh, being very uh, excited and also ashamed. Uh, um, we had matching bed clothes when we were, not bed clothes, but like the linen. Uh, I went to his house for the first time as a kid. Did, and, you, uh, share, did you share a bed? Why did Is I? Why? I just totally made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was, there was kind of a bed. There was a there was a linen related story. You, listeners can't couldn't see your face as you realised <laughs> you were just lying to yourself. And I didn't even know. I didn't even notice till it was out. Uh, oh, there was there is a linen related story. I had uh, I had like a clown with balloons on my bed when I was little, and Parry had Portland Bill. Do you remember him? Portland Bill. No. Yeah, it was kind of a TV show with. Uh, it was like a Postman Pat style thing with models, like Five and Sam, that right, kind of okay. thing. Uh, but he was like a lighthouse keeper called Portland Bill. And the only episode that I really remember, I don't, I don't think it was very popular. I think it was quite short lived, but it must have been popular enough for Parry to have the. Uh, the, the curtains and the the bedspread of Paul and Bill. Uh, one episode I remember is penguins kept coming into the lighthouse and the only way to get rid of them was to give them chocolate bars. So that episode was sponsored by Penguin Biscuits. Quite possibly, yes. How strange. I, I, I remember looking through the Argus catalogue when I was a child and Lusting after some of the novelty bedspreads. Yeah. But parents would never let you have them. No. Oh well, yeah. then I look at them now and they're like twenty pounds so I think for like a year's worth of bed. Oh, when I was a kid, there was a Thundercats one, a oh. He-Man one. I think there was a Star Trek: The Next Generation one, which, as you know, I'd have been, I'd have that now. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I was never allowed any of those commercial ones. But I had a clown with balloons. I'm not sure what the about. reason behind it. I don't think any parents let. There's probably something in the news about them giving cancer or something. <laughs> no way. No, we love them. We had a. Why did no children have? Why did no children have them then? What? Why did every I think lots of kids did. I think it's just kids with stricter parents because they were expensive. Uh, you know, like I don't know about you, but like, I don't think my parents were very well off, and uh, they, they, they wouldn't waste money on a fucking Portland Bill bedspread. Is it? I guess we were quite fickle, and uh, yeah, you might change your mind and decide after. I don't like Portland. For, for some reason, when I was a kid, I always wanted uh, a big yellow teapot. Also, coincidentally, very akin to Parry's head. Do you remember the big yellow teapot? <laughs> Uh, oh, is this like a Playmobil? Uh, kind of, yeah. I think I may have had a chimney. Actually. I remember the chimney yeah. with the Sook family. Yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go, I remember that. Okay. I is didn't that have a, that. Is that similar? Similar thing. Big LT part. I don't think there are any characters in it. I might be wrong. But uh, my mum eventually bought me one when I was 18. It was kind of a joke. <laughs> and she's like, remember this? It's like, oh, too late. Too late. Aww. You can't win back my affections that easily, mother. <laughs> Uh, I liked the Micro Machines cars. I think I had a couple of those, but I think they might have... Pretty good. They came out of Christmas crackers, believe you or not. No. Yeah, we had Micro Machines Christmas crackers one year. I thought your family... Family? family. I thought your family were poor. They were quite poor, and they were quite miserly about Christmas as well. They got branded... Well, I think they were, but, you know, I'm trying to rationalise it now. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they were like... You know, nichrome machines, like maybe it's a sort of uh, poor ripoff from down the market, bought by like a well meaning grandparent kind of thing, Jesus. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like <really>? Wee Man. <laughs> Plasters of the Universe. <laughs> That'd be brilliant, it's just the Chucker Brothers, isn't it? Plasters, <laughs> yes. Are they both alive? Yes! My goodness. 
I don't know sometimes. They look like one of them should die soon. They remind me of the Bee Gees. Oh, I think a lot of people think one of them's dead because um, my first uh, breakout into internet comedy was uh, me and my friend Tom at university. We made a sort of fake newspaper report saying, and in other news, a chuckle brother is dead. Oh. Uh, and uh, that got out into the world and it actually um, the, we had an email from the Chuckle Brothers agents saying please take this down no yep, way there we go that was my first ever bit of before the blogging before this podcast before New Escapologist that was our little prank and uh, it was to be honest it was really my friend Tom's idea more than mine that is brilliant but we kind of executed it together and uh, it was all about like uh, I, I, that's it. my joke was that you got cancer of the prefrontal chuckle cortex <laughs> <laughs> that was how he died <laughs> Do you think when one of them dies, the other one's just going to sit rocking in a corner somewhere, just going, to me, (laughs) to me, well, to me, to me, (laughs) to me. Well, I was thinking, actually, uh, that that, I'd sort of done a similar joke, but it was the pallbearers at the funeral. Uh, (laughs) 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 Because, believe it or not, there are actually other Chuckle Brothers... Not just the, well. What do you the, mean? There's the two famous ones, right? Barry and Paul. Right. <laughs> Barry sounds like Parry, doesn't it? Do- and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but they're, they're not really called Chuckle. That's just a stage name, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. The real name is Elliot. They're the Elliot brothers, and I think there's five or six of them. No. Uh, one of the other Elliots is in the Chuckle Brothers program as another character called Dan the Van, who usually he's the guy who kind of. He hires them or kind of gets them into trouble in some way, right. isn't it, occasionally? He's like this kind of third character who shows up sometimes. Okay. Uh, and he is one of their real-life brothers. There we go. Wow. Chucker Brothers fact. And I know this because I'm from Wolverhampton, where the Chucker Brothers are in pantomime every fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Might not technically be true. But I do remember that uh, they did a sort of spoof Harry Potter pantomime one year called uh, Barry Potty. Just thought it was that's so like, that's, rubbish. That's like if you said Barry Potty, you wouldn't link it to Harry Potter. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, would you? Barry I think, Potty. I think if, if it were maybe in that wizardry typeface and had a picture of Harry Potter, it needs to be Barry Potter, doesn't it? Yeah, it can't, you can't it. change both of the words. <laughs> is the problem, isn't it? Or Harry Potty for it to be a spoof. Yeah, you can't just go Barry Potty because <laughs> if you go, what's that? It's about Barry Chuckle learning finally to go go to the bathroom properly. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to you. <laughs> oh, good. oh dear. Pardon? I've been so rude on these lately. Yeah, you burping, fine, getting it out. This time, last time I had an illness. The end of the last one. That's right. We had to leave. Uh, very ill. Had to leave post haste. Um, yes, I just went to sleep afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh, just had a nap. <laughs> Very well. Didn't like the feeling. You don't need to tell them what happens after the podcasts, really. Well, I mean, I suppose we could make like an official you're... end point of the podcast and then just start like tidying up and stuff and uh, just let them listen to them. Well, you've already told them what we're doing today. We're going to Chinatown, yeah. Yes, to uh, look at the Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. And laugh at their little faces. No! Oh, I knew you were going to say something racist. He's not oh. like this in real life. He doesn't go, oh, what colour will the Lenny Henry statue be? Right, no. just, oh. have, Where does it come from I'm on not, the podcast? It's, it's a joke. I'm saying, like, the, like, the, like I'm, I'm, I'm parodying idiots okay. who may go and look at their funny But I don't faces. think they, the listeners get that because normally you don't display the level of <laughs> intelligence and integrity required for that kind of irony. I think they're just listening in and they're just like, what's he on about? Why is he being racist? Oh. <laughs> I'm not. I don't, I he's not being racist. Like he's very unracist. 
Uh, yes, and I, but, I'll explain, well, because in case anyone thought the Lenny Henry thing was. Yeah, um, right, go on then. It wasn't. I, uh, the joke in the last podcast was about the, the, the idea that the people of Dudley would be so uh, freaked out by having to erect a, a statue of a black man and not knowing the politically correct way to call well, him. Well, D- Dudley Council, you said, yes. like the local governors, not so much just the people of Dudley. Yes, that they, they would panic uh, because if it was a Caucasian person... It would uh, be relevant what yeah, colour it was. You could, you could do brown, black, pink. There may be controversy about pink. Why? They might think he's gay. Oh, I see what you mean. But any other colour, maybe even pink, maybe even so pink in. Well, the way out would just be to make it green, if they really thought it would be a problem. Just yeah. completely non-skin coloured thing, nothing yeah, to do with... Grass. Yeah. Or, um, or uh, watering cans. Uh, yeah, OK. Why is there uh, not a statue of the Chucker Brothers in Wolverhampton? Are they from Wolverhampton? Uh, no, they're from somewhere up north, I think, aren't they? Maybe Newcastle or something? They're friends of Wolverhampton. Well, they're always in bloody Wolverhampton, aren't they? I love it. Yeah, they're always there. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Although, if they put up them, we might have trouble getting our statue put up. Because they might go, oh, okay. we already have another sort of rubbish double act <laughs> statue. <laughs> <laughs> we need to come up, uh, we need to get on television, I think. I think, I think so, that's yeah. That's the key. Perhaps, will you, will YouTube suffice? <laughs> Yeah, it's television. <laughs> You'd be able to get YouTube on your television soon enough. That's with very all this true. Modern yeah. technology, lark. Yep. Um, my my final Parry update. Oh yes, just to wrap that up. Back to Parry. I had a dream about Parry just a couple of weeks ago, and um, I dreamt that you and me and my girlfriend went uh, to the pub with him and had a beer, and then he just sort of went, "Well, well, fellas, I better leave you." That's exactly what he sounds like. He sounds so sort of tired <laughs> and brummy. So, well, fellas, I better leave you. And um, gotta go fishing. They put me hat on, and he puts his hat on, and it's just a sort of tatty sort of. It's like a kind of basket weave, but it's all sort of full of holes. Right. And I just sort of woke up from that, thinking, feeling kind of poor old Parry, lovely old bear. Mm. I'm gonna go back and give him loads of money and make him rich. Oh, it was his choice to leave the pub, though. He could have stayed and from. Yeah, times. I think to me it was like the the state of his hat that upset me the most. It's like oh. why you you know it was like he was like step yeah, toe. It's like Albert step toe. Maybe, but if you're if you're if you're correct about his new sort of Pete Doherty type ways, I think that might be it. over. If he's becoming a vicar, it's got to be behind him, hasn't it? Do you all think that? he's got to stop the heroin and the uh, yeah the prostitutes. I think he has. I think unless maybe he's going to be like that flying lorry sketch, priest and the beast, where uh, the beast is Hugh Laurie and he's like playing the. Uh, the uh, the heavy metal guitar, and uh, Fry's like a priest. No way, he's a bishop, right? He's a bishop, and he's just sort of um, doing the lyrics, and he's like, mm, "Yes, I'm a bitch on heat." <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. You have to see that. I will have to see. Also, uh, check out the uh, Stephen Fry. Just Google Stephen Fry Michael Jackson, or look for that on YouTube. And there's a brilliant thing with uh, Hugh Laurie is doing an interview, and he's like. And uh, now we'd like to interview Michael Jackson. But it's just Stephen Fry, like in a suit and stuff. And he's like, uh, you know, just talking like Stephen Fry, but he seems to believe he's Michael Jackson. Oh, wow. It's super. Okay. We'll have to watch that as soon as this is finished. It's amazing. Then he does a really embarrassing dance. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. Really good. <laughs> you have to see it. Anyway, I think that's what Harry's like in these clubs. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if you listen, if you listen to this, um, Parry Pants, um, get in we, touch. We do apologise for any any of the naughty things we said. Get in touch. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And uh, for goodness' sake, be at the casino on Christmas Eve. Yes. Dan will be there. I'll be there. And there might be some uh, 
Ringham Godsell fans some and uh, maybe maybe some masks. Yes. And you can all have a go at me behind my back because I'll be an entire, literally an ocean away. I'll be on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. Why'd you say it like that? Because uh, you know, it's bring a bit of excitement to the podcast. And also, I like it when I see the little peaks go up. <laughs> I like that when it goes up and down. You, you know, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. On the uh, what is it called? What's the display called? The visual, the visual display. Uh, I don't think it's, it's well. I don't think it's got a name. The visual display on the software that we record the podcast on. I've ruined it. This was a really tight podcast until I started jabbering about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go whip, whip, way. Woo! <laughs> oh, that is a big one. Woo! Oh, can you what, do does, what happens with Rolf Harris? <laughs> nothing. It's quite modest for, yeah. for Rolf. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, oh, wait, before we go, shall we just tell him about Scroobius Pip? Oh, shit. Uh, yes, he was. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't it him. Wasn't, him. <laughs> wasn't Scroobius Pip. We thought we saw Scroobius Pip um, walking around in uh, Montreal, and uh, it was just like him, though, wasn't it? Yeah. I said it was a joke first. I was like, yeah. oh, look, it's Scroobius Pip. Like if it were just the beard, or it were just the hat, or it were just the jacket. Yeah. Oh. You would have gone, oh, that's not him. But, but he had the three. beard, the jacket, the hat, the ill fitting suit, and he was kind of tinkering with an iPhone, like he looked like a kind of busy media type. I thought, it could be him. It could be Scroobius Pip. And his friend looked very hip as well. Yeah. And I thought, that could be him. It could be Scroobius Pip. But it wasn't. But it wasn't he. It wasn't he! I, I was going to tr- try and arrange a drink with him. Ah, uh, that was what you were hoping for, eh? Yeah. What would you have said? I'm a thingy off the Ringham and Godzilla alphabites. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd have called him Pip. You said, well, that's a bit familiar, isn't it? Uh, it's all right. Why, why is it Pip and not Scroobius? I'm calling him, like... By his surname, like Perry Pants. Like, pa- yeah, we don't call it Perry. Yeah, I don't know. Pip, Pip's cool. I don't want to go... Scroobius. Parry is his second name, Scroobius by the way. Sounds... I was protecting Parry's identity by not mentioning his first name. Right. So, uh, it's John. And, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, actually. Is it not John? No, it's not John. Is it? Look up John Parry. You won't find anything. Steve? I'm not telling you his name. Gary. Look. Gary Parry. It's Gary Parry, isn't it? Yeah, all right. It's Gary Parry. Gary Parry Pants. <laughs> Larry. Larry Parry. Larry's his middle name. Gary Larry Parry Pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that? Yeah. Gary Larry Parry Pants. Are there any other Harrys? Shut up. Harry? <laughs> Harry, Gary, Larry, Perry, Pence. Are you finished? No. Okay. You like this, don't you? Yeah. You like rhyming, the lowest <laughs> form of humour. Why don't you go and team up with Scrooby's Pip? He doesn't rhyme. I don't know. There are rumours, though. That you could do all the rhyming that he doesn't do. You could team up with him. Scrooby's okay, Pip. Scrooby's Pip. Like, and like, Crazy Godzilla. I like doing the, uh, like the Beastie Boys bits with, um, you know, when they say a rap. Yeah. And then the less word, they all say the word. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you could do it with They still always sing it, don't they? It's very yeah. homo. So, well, so, say if you said, um, say Perry Perry Pants, right? Perry Perry Pants. Right, okay. Right, sort of wrap it. All right. Perry Perry Pants! Okay. You didn't right? do it. No, okay, but I, I was just getting your rhythm. Okay. Right. Perry Perry Pants! Perry Perry Pants! What you doing having sex with ants? Oh, brilliant! <laughs> We are so solid. <laughs> Come on, Perry, join in, then we can we can tackle the Beastie Boys. Excellent. <laughs> we just need to, well, we've got our pumpkin. Yeah, but he can't sing. He can't dance. Okay. The only thing about this pumpkin is the way that it walks. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Collins' pumpkin. Now, my girlfriend, of course, being an artist, she could actually make Phil Collins' face on this pumpkin, and we oh. could make an actual Phil Collins' jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> 
Or we could make a Michael Jackson jack o' lantern, a jack o' lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Take it out okay. and we could get, buy one of the wigs from the shop and put it on. Brilliant. Okay, we're making a Jacko lantern. A Jacko right, lantern. Okay, we need to. Yeah. Go. Okay, I'm, I'll buy the stuff. I'm happy to purchase the hat and stuff. In the, you, do you remember it. the theme tune to Chuckle Vision? Chuckle Chuckle Vision. Well, well, I want to do it with Jacko Jacko lantern. Jacko lantern. Jacko Jacko lantern. That's it. Trying to try and do the last word again. Jacko Jacko lantern. Jacko lantern. Oh fuck, ruined it. <laughs> we're just not rappers. Uh, I can barely walk in uh, a straight line. Let alone sing creatively. <laughs> I run like an ostrich. What are you listening to, Parry? A rapping ostrich. A rapping ostrich. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, got big eggs. <laughs> I'm just an ostrich with my head in the ground. Oh, I just had a big bump. I'm, I'm worrying about making too much noise because, like, our neighbour was banging on the wall yesterday. It wasn't. It, well, it was a couple like of nights ago. Three a.m. Right? or something. That's true. He went, he went like this. He's probably, he's just, probably like just he's probably just punching his pumpkin. At the end of the Dave Gorman podcast, uh, Martin White uh, does a little um, song at the end based on what's happened in the show. Very right. good to put it together so quickly. I think we should start doing that. Okay. So if we go, I'm just an ostrich with my head in the ground and Barry is here and his head is round. Round. <laughs> Rubbish. Let's, yeah, uh, but I don't know what the word you're going to say is. That's true, I'm I know. trying to think. I'm trying to guess. I'm trying to go, oh. I'm trying to make it is easy. He, is he going to say pound or round? Or his head is pound. Lost and found. His head weighs 50 pounds. We've already so mentioned the pumpkin's 50, 50 pounds. pounds. I like it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Stop saying the last thing I say. Say. Oh. Uh, right, no, okay. So that's very childish. Do <laughs> so the Beastie Boys do that when they're having a conversation? They just copy it. <laughs> I was going to mention Martin White, actually. Um, he's very successful now. He's in. Um, he, I, I gave you the um, the Robin Inns DVD, didn't I? With uh, the the Nine Lessons of Carol's yes. Philosophy. Now, Martin White is the guy in the orchestra who's all is visible constantly through the whole show. Right. And he's just sitting in the middle of the stage just behind whoever's performing. Okay. And you can always see him and sometimes he laughs and sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> and it's just like I feel kind of pulled into his judgment oh. <laughs> when I'm watching that. Has he got good judgment? Um I think he's uh yeah, I think he's got a good sense of humour. But the thing is when you're on stage you you're kind of focusing on your own stuff. You're not really like a lot of comedians don't laugh at other comedians when they're in a club. Yeah. You know, and I think it's kind of a shame to anyway, bollocks. Uh but <laughs> He, I, I've, uh, I've actually sort of spoken to him two times before he was big and famous, uh, but I don't think we got along very well. I don't think he likes me very much, oh, no. uh, and now he's getting more and more powered. I'm worried he's just going to come back and destroy us. Did you like? Did you like him? I liked him fine, yeah. But I, I sort of uh, basically I was doing a show in Glasgow and uh, I needed a support act, and someone suggested he would do it, like basically for no money. Like if I paid for his train up, he'd just do it. And uh, he's got a he's got an accordion, okay. uh, and he's very good. Uh, so I was like, oh, brilliant! That'd be a great support act. Uh, asked him, would you do it? He says, yeah, no problem. Uh, but then my friend Ian, who's a comedian in Glasgow, he's kind of more famous in a way than Martin, and also local. So it wouldn't cost me loads of money to get him up. So I cancelled Martin. I said, oh, I can't have you. I can't afford it. I've got a local guy, and uh, he didn't reply. Oh. So I think he was angry with me. Uh... Yeah, I think he was angry. Uh, maybe he'd even bought his tickets already. I don't know, because he hasn't communicated with me. <laughs> but then, uh, also, at the Latitude Festival, he was there doing the stuff with Robin Ince in the comedy tent. Yeah. And uh, my friend Neil sort of knows him, knows Martin. Right. Uh, and we all sort of went afterwards. But uh, I think I wasn't there for the when they were introducing everyone. And right. because we'd never actually... No one had said, oh, Rob, this is Martin, Martin, Rob. 
all the way through it, I was just like this weird bloke at the table who didn't really know, like, oh. who is he? And he was sort of freaked out by it. So, like, I've had, he probably doesn't even remember either of these things, but basically I've crossed paths with him twice, and I don't think I came out very well really? either time. Right. I think you can still pull it back. Pull but it back. he's very, uh, he's doing well. Like, he's, uh, he's on a lot of stuff now. He's got his brilliant band, the Mystery Facts Machine Orchestra. My friend Reggie plays in that sometimes, so there we go, that's another connection. Probably fucking meet him again at something else, <laughs> and it won't work out. I'll accidentally, uh, you know, fall out of a, off a balcony onto him or something. It's like the most embarrassing <laughs> thing you could possibly imagine. Or he opens the bathroom and he opens not properly and I'm in there sort of eating drugs and punching a hooker or something. It just, just won't come off very well from that. Weekly pink punching a hooker in the jaw. Yeah, exactly. Very, very mildly. No! <laughs> no! With the, almost with the back of the hand. Breaking my own wrist. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I wouldn't like to punch in the head. <laughs> Perry pants. Oh, okay, we better go. That's enough. 55 minutes, Pretty, 42 seconds. Hold well on. What? Uh, right, How you know the uh, the Richard Herring and the uh, Andrew Collins? Yeah. Don't they say they stop at a certain point? Yeah, it's like 64 minutes, is it? Ah, uh, right, okay. But we've, be, we've done longer have than that. Have we done longer than Yeah, that? we have. I think maybe this isn't the same computer as his, this is like an older model of the, uh, the Mac. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure, I'm not sure. It's it's a weird one, I don't know, because we've, we've definitely done a podcast that was like an hour and 20 minutes. Gotcha. And I think that's a bit longer than what they do, isn't it? Uh, but they ooh. they don't even I don't understand it they, they don't even do that sometimes sometimes they go over now like they cheat sometimes and like if they do it on Herring's laptop instead of Collins's laptop he doesn't have that problem like he uh, doesn't put off gotcha maybe they've got some new stuff okay yeah. alright anyway thank you very much for listening I hope you've enjoyed the podcast there's been lots of callbacks lots yeah. of uh, parry action and uh, today's episode is called Yes It's a Pumpkin